Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Yale HealthCasts. I'm Mike Goulet, manager of Ally Health at Yale Health, and your host. Joining me today is David Smith, internal medicine team chief and board-certified internist at Yale Health, to talk to us today about prediabetes. Welcome, David. We hear the term prediabetes. You see commercials for drugs for the treatment of it, but what exactly is it? Uh, so prediabetes, it turns out that, you know, we, most people know what diabetes is, where your sugar is elevated, but it turns out that there are, uh, before you develop diabetes, uh, usually a number of years, five or ten years ahead of that, you, your body starts having problems handling carbohydrates, sugars, and starches. So the uh, blood sugar levels start to creep up, not to an, an area where we would consider it diabetes and you have all the risk of that, but something that puts you at risk of developing diabetes. So why is there so much focus on it now? Uh, so, you know, I think there's, as many people have heard, increasing prevalence of diabetes. And what we're looking at now is what can we do to prevent that? We actually uh, very recently have, uh, we've been following diabetics at uh, Yale Health for many years. And we recently looked to see uh, how many people in our practice have prediabetes. And it turns out twice as many people have prediabetes as diabetes. So there's a lot of people who are at risk that we might be able to intervene with. And what can you do to help prevent the progression to full-blown diabetes? Yeah, this is an area that uh, uh, there's some really good studies on uh, preventing progression. And there was a, a study that was done, uh, the Diabetes Prevention Program, that uh, uh, had one group of pe people uh, use uh, diet and exercise, and another group use uh, diabetic medication, metformin to see if they could prevent progression. And it turns out both of them prevented, but somewhat surprisingly, the uh, diet and exercise, a lifestyle, uh, reduced the progression by about 60% to diabetes, um, and the metformin reduced it by about 30%. So both of those are effective, but making lifestyle changes is, is about double the effectiveness of the medication to prevent. And, and really, are lifestyle changes enough to prevent diabetes? Yeah, so I think that uh, those lifestyle changes are, are, as I mentioned, are, are pretty effective. The problem is, can you do them, right? Because it's, if it, if, uh, if it was easy, everybody would do it, right? Um, so uh, the, the lifestyle things that are recommended are getting um, about 30 minutes a day of moderate intensity exercise uh, most days of the week, um, using a, uh, a low-carbohydrate uh, diet, sort of like what's called the Mediterranean diet, and that consists of lots of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, uh, beans, nuts, seeds, and then um, reducing red meat and taking more fish and poultry instead. And then uh, the Mediterranean diet has olive oil, which actually has some benefit in addition for a non-trans fat. And, and, and finally, what are the overall risks of developing diabetes? Well, I, the, um, currently about somewhere about 8% of a, a adult Americans have diabetes. That's going up. Uh, so we'd like to intervene before you've developed diabetes at this point with some of these lifestyle things. It turns out some of those lifestyle things, they did a, those studies I mentioned where they prevented progression. That was over two years. Then they stopped the study and then looked to see long-term what happened, so they just followed up on those patients going back to their usual. Uh, and it turned out that it continued to protect people for the 10 years that they followed it up so far. So they think there's some sort of 
um, metabolic memory or something that you've done that's kind of reset the metabolism that helps to protect you long term even uh, after you've finished some sort of intensive uh, intervention. David, thank you for this valuable and important information. You're welcome. This has been a Yale University HealthCast, sponsored by Yale Health and the Office of Public Affairs. For more information on this and other health topics, visit our website, yalehealth.yale.edu.